Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another Relevant Ramble from Your Advisors Will See You Now. We realize we're, well, we're in the middle of our study abroad series, but we realize that decision day is the day we're recording, which is Sunday, May 1st. So um, decision day is a national event for students that have applied to school and you are obviously getting your, your decisions back from those schools. It is a really way, a, great, a great way to celebrate your decisions for those that are receiving them now. People are posting on Instagram, people are sharing it everywhere. So Kemi and I wanted to make sure that we did a relevant ramble to encourage you all, help you all through your decision day process. So for those that have not heard us before, our relevant rambles are just mini episodes where we share current events within higher education, or we share things that are relevant to our series. But obviously today we're recording it on Sunday. It's decision day. When you hear this on Tuesday, obviously it will have passed, but people are still making decisions on their colleges, even past Sunday, past Tuesday. So we hope this episode will help you and your families or your support systems just as you go through this process. So I'll turn it over to Kemi. Yeah. So hey, everybody. So we found an article. Actually, Kiki found it, and I just read it. So shout out to Kiki for finding this article about Decision Day. And it is by Michelle Singlatory, and it's on College Decision Day. Don't sentence your child to decades of debt. So with the you know celebration that comes with Decision Day, we also want to make sure that you're prepared to uh, actually sit down and really thoroughly make a, a proper decision that's the best fit for you. We always say that all the time. You need to find your best fit. So something that's very important to consider is finances. So maybe right now you're, you just want to go for the school because let's say it's, it was a school you really just liked. You liked the campus, you liked the clubs, but maybe you're also not sure about your major or maybe you still have some doubts about a couple of things. Um, I think it's also good to really look at the price tag that you're going to be paying because that's going to be very, very, very important after you graduate. I think as human beings, I do this myself, sometimes when you're in the moment, you're like, you know what? Future Kemi's going to have to handle this. But guess what? Your future self is going to have to handle it and it's going to show up and you're going to be like, oh my goodness, I should have made a better decision in the past. So we just want you to be more financial savvy in terms of selecting a college that will work for you and enable you to not be in debt. As we all know, debt in higher education is... I don't even have a statistic in front of me right now, but it is a large issue that we do have in the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, as of right now, you can literally Google Google it, and there's this kind of anticipation of us waiting, myself included and Kiki, of whether the president is going to completely wipe out our student debts. You know, mm-hmm. they have been paused, like interest has been paused, but there was, you know, this discussion about possibly having student loan debt to like some extent being wiped out. And the reason why we're all here, and this is a big pressing issue that a lot of people keep bringing up is because it's, it's a large amount of money. And when you are out of college, your expenses shift. You're going to be living on your own, hopefully, if that's what your decision is, living on your own, living with roommates, maybe buying a car, having transportation, maybe having medical bills. There are bills that you are going to have to anticipate 
when you graduate out of college. And on top of that, you will have to start paying back your tuition in addition to the interest that has piled on top of that. So I believe at one point I'll be 110 transparent. I think at one point I had like $300 per month I had to stack down on something for my my uh, paying back my student loans. And I was not in a position or a job at that time where that was flexible for me. Mm-hmm. I like, because I was definitely a budget person at that time. And it was to a point where I had to decide to switch and get another job in order to make that happen because I was dipping into my savings. So we from personal experience that we want you to have a good path, a good kind of um, understanding of what your future will look like and how to best plan for it. Will it be perfect? No. But this is what our aim is for this topic for you. It's a great day. Decision day is great. We just want you to make the right decision. So with that, we're going to talk about a couple of pointers that this author had in her article. She has some really good points here that you can take in and consider when looking at your colleges. So one of the first points that we have here is don't leave the decision up to your 18-year-old. So this is more obviously for the parents. So parents, please make sure that you're playing like an active role with your child's decision. You know, maybe you don't have a, or maybe even just taking a self-evaluation of yourself if you are a student right now. Maybe you don't have all the understandings of of money and budgeting and financing. So this is a pretty big thing to determine, you know, and if you don't have much background experience in it, this should, you should take some extra time to ponder this. And that's why it's, it's a good decision for you to sit down with your parents, sit down with your support to have a better understanding of, okay, if I'm going to get this major, realistically, am I going to get this job right after college? Realistically, would I be able to pay my debt and my other living expenses on top of that? Is this debt worth it? This number, is it worth it? Or can it be more manageable if I do another route, if I go to another school? So mm-hmm. That I think is very important. And it leads into the second point as well. Kiki, do you want to touch on that one? Yeah, I kind of will maybe um, mix the two together because they're both about student loan interest and the ability to borrow money. So she also and shares, a, shares a pointer to don't let the ability to borrow a lot of money dictate your decision. So yes. just because I think we've mentioned this in our past episodes, but when you apply for FAFSA, when you apply for FAFSA, you're going to get a student aid report and a student aid report is going to list what you're eligible for in terms of grants, loans, grants and loans, federal grants, federal grants and loans and state loans, sorry, state grants. It's just, it's giving you literally, it's, it's literally a review of what you are eligible for just because you received, just because you are eligible for it doesn't mean you have to take it out. Yes. What we're just, what we're saying and what Michelle, sorry. Say her name wrong. Oh, Michelle Singletary. What she also is saying is just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Limit your your borrowing to as little as possible. You have to think about your student loan debt in the long term, which I think I don't I don't think I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, it's gonna help me for the four these next four years. No, it's gonna happen beyond that because you don't even start paying your loans until you graduate and you get I still I think they still have that six month grace period after you graduate. So you have about six, you have technically however long it takes you to get through your undergraduate and six months to start paying your loans. 
you have to think about, Kemi just said it too. When you graduate, you're going to either be living at home, living with roommates, living on your own. You're going to have new expenses that are coming in. Maybe you're going to start having bills. You have to think about how your student loan debt is also going to impact your monthly budget. So that's why we're trying to help you think about, you don't have to take out every loan that you get. Maybe at all, apply for scholarships and think about how those, whatever loans you do take out, how it will impact you when you graduate and when you ha start having a budget and start budgeting when you're in college too. just start that practice. I didn't do that. I don't, I'm, I'm learning to do that still, but if you can start at 17, 18, 19, creating budgets for yourself, that's really going to be helpful because when you do get, if you, if you, if you do take out loans and you do get that student loan bill every month, you know how to fit it into your current budget and your new budget. Yeah. And then I kind of wanted to give an example here because I know I operate well off of examples. So for example, let's say the newest iPhone came out and I'm, I'm going to lowball the price right here. But let's say the newest iPhone came out and it's $500. You don't have the whole $500 now, but you're, you're like, well, you know what? After four years, I'll pay it back. I'm going to borrow. I'm eligible to borrow from someone this $500 and I'll just pay it back in four years. But the four years is going to tack on interest. So after those four years, you're like, I'm going I'm to enjoy my phone. I got all these. I have a cool camera feature that I really, really wanted. You know, four years pass. That $500 that was only supposed to be $500 for your phone is now $2,500. Now, now your future self is dealing with this. Mm -hmm. you're, paying, you're paying more money than what the actual ticketed value was. And let's say there was also uh, an older iPhone that had a little less features than the newest iPhone that you wanted, but it still got the job done. Mm -hmm. And maybe you could afford that one out of pocket. Those are things to consider in terms of your degree in college institution. Sometimes what's always the shiniest it might not even necessarily be worth it in the long run if it's going to incur a lot more debt on the back end. So hopefully that kind of symbolism helps a little bit, but just give you some food for thought. So the next point that we're going to talk about, or we want to just emphasize is don't believe the hype that it's a college that matters the most. I feel like a big misconception for a lot of students is that the name of the college you go to that you go to matters. I feel like I had a student recently that she was like, I want to go to Harvard so I can get a good job. And I'm like, that's great, but it's not, you can go anywhere and you can still get a viable job. You have to work hard as well. I know when I was applying to school, I was like, I'm going to Wake Forest. That was my top choice. I did, I did everything like with Wake Forest, you know, leading up to applying and, I didn't get in. I went to Elon, obviously, but I loved Elon. Like, I had a great experience. If I, if I would have went to Wake Forest, I don't know if I would have. Kemi and I would not be here right now if I went to Wake Forest. <laughs> All the friends, the best friends that I've made, that we've made, I wouldn't have met them if I didn't go to Elon. So it worked out in the end. God was like, no, you need to be here. It worked out in the end. But I didn't have the option to choose Wake Forest. So I had two options. And I had to like sit down and think like, what was going to be the best school for me? I think you just mentioned that, Kimmy. Like, what's going to be the best fit for you? Yes, the name is, if it's, you know, the name could be prestigious or 
so-and-so famous person went to that school or your mom and dad and all your family went there. But what's like, how, how is your experience going to be impacted by where you go? So you have to look at, and we've, we've discussed these things before. You have to look at the, the cost of course of the college, the atmosphere, the like size of the classrooms, what they're going to, what they're going to offer you. So you kind of have to, it's kind of like, it's going to bring you down to size in a little bit, like a little bit, like bring you down, humble, humble you a little bit. Cause you're like, you know, you're like up here, I'm waiting for all these decisions. And maybe the one you, you got that you wanted didn't come through. It's going to make you sit down and really think and reevaluate what's my next steps. So yeah, don't, don't compare yourself to other people. Don't, don't. let the name, yeah, don't let the name impact your decision. Think about how it's going to be the best decision for you for the next four or five, six years that you're going to be there. Yeah. And if you do not get into your dream school, don't let that define you. You are enough. I'm a firm believer that, you Mm -hmm. know, your whatever path that God is leading you on, he'll lead you to where you need to be. So maybe you don't need to go to that school. Like there's been plenty of times where I've had doors closed and I was like, thank God those doors closed. I thought that that was what I needed. It would have turned out terrible. So Sometimes if a door closes, that doesn't mean that another door won't open that is where you need to be. So don't let this define you. Don't be in the gutter because it's so easy to be in the gutter about it. But you will push forward. This uncomfortableness will pass and you will come out on top of this with the best for you. Mm-hmm. Side note there. And that was a good one. The next point on here is don't forget to plan for the cost of graduate level studies. So that's very important too. Mm-hmm. If you believe, if you already know what kind of career you want to break into, it's very important to understand if your undergraduate program after you graduate, if you can break into your dream career right after undergrad. If not, you may have to go on to get a master's degree. So that's something that you should think about beforehand because that's also going to factor into your expenses as well. Because if you have to go on for more education, that's more money that you need to spend. So if you do have a long road of education, then you need to plan for that in mind as well in terms of selecting a college. If you can afford this undergrad school in order to go to your graduate school. But definitely keep that in mind as well. And then do don't accept that student loans are good debt. Yes, definitely. I definitely coincide, I definitely co-sign on that. You know, there are many people that graduate college and they don't even end up in the job that they intentionally went to school for. And with that being said, it wasn't necessarily, for for some cases, it wasn't worth the exchange of debt. So if you can avoid that as much as possible, avoid that, you know, definitely avoid that. So I guess something in addition to don't accept that student loans are all good debt, something I would like to add to this list as well is, so yes, you've applied to schools. Yes, you have your list of schools that want to, that would accept you if you want to go to there. If you really do not know what you want to major in, you really don't know what your interest is, you're really unsure about your five-year plan, one, it's okay. You're 18, 17. It is okay. (laughs) Two, this is a big decision and it does require a lot of thinking. If you're unsure of that, you still have the option to talk to your school 
and ask if you can postpone. So what a postpone is you can ask if you can postpone to either the spring or postpone to the next fall. So it gives you wiggle room to still figure things out and have more time. So you're not rushing to make mm -hmm. this decision. And then also what you could do as well is you could talk to your school and say, all right, can I possibly postpone? Maybe even in this time, I may consider taking some community college classes that are affordable. If mm -hmm. I do take my general classes in a community college, can these transfer over? Because that will reduce your price tag on the college. So that is something that you can do during that time as well. So that's something to mm -hmm. throw out there as an alternate option. And, some, and another thing to throw in there too, because another point I think we missed, something that isn't really talked about is when you get into college, the perfect scenario is that you graduate in four years. That is not the case. I think it said on here 62% of students actually end up grad, 62.2% of students in the fall of 2015 actually graduate in around six years. So mm -hmm. that's, it's normal. So it's, it's normal if it takes more time for you to complete your undergraduate degree, but also remember if it takes more time, that's still more money. So right. that's something too to keep in your mind as well. So if let's say you want to go to school, but let's say life is kind of happening right now, like there's some external difficulties going on, some costs that kind of fell through family wise, you know, life happens and you don't think that you're able to attend school full time or your mind's going to be focused on your classes and you think that you're probably not going to have a productive semester and you really think you need the time off. Again, think about talking to your college and asking if you can postpone, ask if you have a scholarship, if you can postpone it and still get the scholarship later on. It's better if you are more grounded and you're ready to tackle that first semester versus if you have so many other obstacles already in your way. And you're like, oh, I can handle it. Oh, I can handle it. I'm going to tell you right now, your first semester in college is a lot. It's a transition. Mm -hmm. Don't look at your friends on Instagram. Don't think that everybody's happy. It's a transition. Yes, there are beautiful times. There are crazy times. There are fun times, but it is a transition. You're coming out of high school and you're trying to become more independent. You're going to classes that everything's a different kind of schedule. So it's a lot to maintain. You don't have to put that unrealistic expectation on your shoulders that you can manage it. It's okay. Mm -hmm. So take that time to evaluate yourself and see what, where you think your best foot placement will be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's really good. I'm just uh, to add on to the head. I think this is probably our, last, our closing point, but Kemi mentioned alternatives to a four-year to a four-year college. So I'm going to plug our season two, which was alternatives to traditional four-year college. So we talked about community college as an option, as Kemi mentioned. We talked about technical schools. We talked about the military gap years, certificate or certifications you can receive. Those are absolutely options, and we encourage you to listen to those episodes. So you can find out the benefits of those routes, but also just doing your own research to figure out what else is out there for you. So I would absolutely say, you know, if you apply to your school and we are definitely here commending you for all your hard work. We want to say congratulations on this season of your life, you know, finishing high school, you're about to graduate. So definitely congratulations. You should be patting yourself on the back. But we also understand the harsh reality of applying to college maybe not getting accepted to where you wanted to go. Maybe you didn't receive any acceptances. And that does happen for some students that maybe only applied to a couple of schools. It's competitive out there. Like you're applying against thousands, I would probably say 40,000 people in some instances, depending on where you're applying. 
you're applying against a huge pool of people and you're all doing great work. So imagine admissions councils when they have to decide out of 40,000 people, they have to admit 5,000. So like Kimmy said, you're, you're maybe going to be in the gutter for a little bit. We have been there. Like we've applied to schools too and didn't get into the schools we wanted to. So we understand that part of it. But if you apply to the schools, you didn't get into the ones you wanted to go to, but you still have options. That's great. If you applied to schools and didn't get in anywhere, we hear we hear that too. We know that's a reality as well. So look at your your alternatives, look at your other options. Maybe there's a state school that you can apply to. Some schools still have rolling admissions. Some schools are going to admit students until they fill their seats. And that can go through the summer. So we definitely would encourage you to just do your research, see which schools are still admitting students, see which schools in your areas are still admitting students. Maybe this is a great opportunity for a gap year. Maybe it's a great opportunity to go to a community college. So we just want to just say, we hear you, we see you. We've been there in some respects and it's, it's not easy. It's not fun sometimes, but we do want you to celebrate this time in your life where you're about to complete 12 years of K through 12. That's a long time. Yeah. That's, a, that's a long time. So commend yourself for that. Celebrate this despite what's going on. But hopefully for the majority, you have you have decisions to make in terms of where you're going to college. So we hope you enjoy the episode. Do you have anything else to say, Kemi, about the episode before we close no, out? No, I think okay. that's it. You want me to close out or you want to close out? You can close out. I talked a lot. No problem. Let me get my voice on. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our podcast. And congratulations again for those in your decision day and all your decisions. So congratulate to all you guys out there in this new chapter in your life, no matter what that looks like and where you're going. And if you like our podcast, make sure to subscribe, leave us a good review. If you want to connect with us, feel free to send us an email or check us out on our Instagram. We'll plug all that information in the description section. In the description section, um, if you also want to donate to us to help us out so we can increase this podcast and make it sharper, or what have you or whatnot, please feel mm-hmm. free to do so. We have a Venmo in the bottom as well. But until that, we will see you on the next on the next one. Oh. We'll plug in. We're also going to do a little giveaway. So check out our Instagram. Our Instagram is Yasin, Y-A-W-S-Y-N podcast on Instagram. So keep a lookout for that one so you can enter in for our little mini giveaway. So Mm -hmm. check that out. And then we will see you on the next one. See you. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.